Bretto, this is the week to get your tickets to the Wellness Summit. Why is that MP? Because Bretto, one lucky person who registers before this Sunday, July 28, will win the ultimate wellness experience. Imagine two nights in the Wellness Real Estate epicenter of Australia, Lucent Gasworks in Brisbane. The lucky winner receives return airfares to Brisbane on Virgin Australia. Plus, we'll organise you an Uber from Brisbane Airport to Lucent and back again. And we'll throw in 200 bucks in dining vouchers. And you can get an all-access, all-areas pass to Total Fusion, one of the best fitness studios in the country and the home of the largest Himalayan salt lamp in the Southern Hemisphere. Oh, positive ions going everywhere, Bretto. This incredible prize valued at over $2,000. Jeepers. All you need to do is register for the Wellness Summit by this Sunday, July 28. You're registering for 16 hours of powerhouse wellness over two days, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne, featuring your favourite Wellness Couch podcasters and world-class exhibitors. Can you afford to miss the biggest Wellness Summit ever? Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. This podcast is very proudly brought to you by my new book, From Peasant's Food to Superfoods. This book is based on cooking for the entire family and it guides cooks from all experiences on how to integrate healthy foods into everyday life. I know it's easy to stick to the same old things every week with a family to feed and a budget to stick to, but eating nutritious and delicious food every night is achievable and affordable. Learning how to use, prepare, and incorporate new and old ingredients into tasty and exciting food is what I love doing. So I've put this book together. It's over 300 pages. There's over 100 simple, nutritious recipes, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, desserts. Most of it's gluten-free, dairy-free. It's very gut-healing, very anti-inflammatory, and I hope that you will love it as much as I have, putting it together and (laughs) bringing it to life. So if you would like to check it out, learn more or order it, jump online at www.mgherbs.com.au. And thanks for bringing us the podcast today. You're listening to Melissa Gearing, the Naked Naturopath. Mel is a qualified naturopath, herbalist and nutritionist. She can't wait to share her thoughts on all things health and wellness with you. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Naked Naturopath. Today on the cast, I've got a guest all the way from Canada. Um, we've we've been hit and miss a little bit on our time zones, as always seems to be my my issue with um, across the world casting. But finally, we've got you here, Alex Bjornsson. She's from Nurtured Luna, and she's going to talk to us today about vaginal steaming. I'm really excited to get onto this topic. Welcome. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I love the name of your business. Where did, where did Nurtured Luna come from? Yeah, so I came up with the Nurtured Luna because the Luna is referencing the moon. And um, as women might not know, that we actually cycle with the moon when we have a healthy yeah. menstrual cycle. So that's why I kind of joined the two names together. So when we're kind of nurturing that moon the cycle. Cyclic. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, um, we're going to talk about vaginal steaming and some more bits and pieces there, but how did you first kind of like get into this? It's it's a weird and wonderful thing. Um, even as a naturopath, it's not something that we practice a lot or recommend a lot anymore, but it, I know it's making this huge comeback and um, it's something that I'm very interested in and I know that a lot of women will be interested in finding out more about it. But um, how did you come across it and start in this business? Yeah, so it's kind of a long story, but it essentially started with 
the birth of my daughter. So yeah. she's two and a half years old. And um, I ended up having a very traumatic C-section with her. Mm. Very, like, general anesthetic, mm-hmm. like, not awake for her birth, like, mm-hmm. all the interventions. Yeah, right. And after that birth, I had a really hard postpartum period mm-hmm. and PTSD came out of that. Wow. And as I was kind of learning what happened through my birth and kind of just debriefing myself mm-hmm. through it, I found that, you know, there's a different way to do birth. And what happened to me wasn't, wasn't normal for physiological birth. So yeah. basically I kind of started just learning about birth and I came across this, the free birth society and it's all about women who are just birthing their babies out of the system and doing it on their own. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, this is what I want to do with my next baby. So when I became pregnant with my son, I uh, decided to just, I was just doing a lot of research, you know, educating myself yeah. on what birth looks like, what I can do to make a better postpartum period for myself, just kind of just kind of getting all the materials I could. Mm. So I had read um, The Fourth Trimester by Kimberly Ann Johnson, and she talks about postpartum steaming in mm. that book. And I was I was reading about it, and I kind of just disregarded it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting thing, mm. but uh, just kind of, you know, skip past it. And then so with my son, we did end up pre-birthing him at home. So it was just my husband and I. That's and it beautiful. was just amazing, amazing yeah. birth. And... I was just, yeah, so it was just great. And um, basically the only outcome, like negative outcome that came of it was that I ended up tearing and I had mm. a second degree tear from the birth. So, I mean, I really, I set up my postpartum time really well. Like my husband had the whole month off, so I was able to stay in bed and, you know, just kind of take that time to heal. Yeah, but. Yeah. I also had an almost two-year-old at home, so I couldn't <laughs> be in bed for the whole month as much yeah. as I'd wanted to. So then I started looking at kind of different natural ways of how I can help myself to heal. So one thing I did was um, kind of this old-school midwife technique was taking some seaweed and some manuka honey and mm-hmm. using that kind of as like a suture almost Beautiful. to kind of hold everything together. And then – because. Yeah, the other thing is I would never get sutured either because the horror stories I've heard about that are just frightening. We hear about doctors putting in husband stitches and things like that. It's just like, oh, like no, thank you. So you didn't get it sewed up? No, no. So I kind of just like kind of did my own, found some Mm -hmm. natural ways of helping myself heal. And um, so then I turned to vaginal steaming. And I was like, you know, maybe this will will help with with how – how things will start healing up. So by the time I got my herbs and my stool and everything, I think I was about three weeks postpartum. Mm-hmm. And then I steamed every day for 30 minutes for about three weeks. Wow. Three, three weeks to a month. And by the end of that, everything was completely healed. I felt mm-hmm. like back to myself. There was nothing, none of that pain or that incontinence, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Like I hear so many women say that, oh, I can never jump on a trampoline or I can't sneeze without peeing my pants a little bit. And I'm like, well, that's number one, that's not normal. (laughs) But that's pelvic floor dysfunction, which we shouldn't be walking around with. But unfortunately, that's just 
women are so resilient that we just continue our life with. So yeah, yeah, so by six weeks, I felt like everything was completely healed. And like by eight weeks postpartum, I was like, just, yeah, like everything was normal. And I was like, I never had a baby and I'm still, I still don't have any issues with like incontinence or any of that. Mm. So when I just, I was so amazed, I couldn't believe how, <laughs> how well this works because I talked to so many women and I was like, well, how long did it take you to heal? Mm. Like, when did you feel normal? And I'm getting answers like, oh, it was a year or six months or I still don't feel normal down yeah. there. And I'm just like, oh, well, I think more women need to know about this yeah. because this is, this is huge if it can help them, you know, feel like themselves again. Absolutely. And it's so, like it's so um, non-invasive. You know, one of the things that um, I had a lot of fear after having the birth, like the birth of my baby, I had a lot of fear about somebody going down there again. Um, and so this is something really personal that women can do at home and it's so non-invasive and non-scary, you know? Yes. Yes. And you can do it on your own time. Mm. That's the one thing I loved is like, you know, I've – some days maybe I could only steam for 10 minutes because my baby would wake up yeah. or I wanted to have a shower as yeah. well. So you, know, you have to make it work for yourself. And that's the lovely thing is you don't need to call someone to come and do it for you or you don't need to leave the house. It's yeah, just like you do it on your in. own time and yeah. or get on you, know, like and you make it work for your life. Plastic bed and open your legs and have cold things put down there. <laughs> oh, it's no, actually the opposite, it's, right? It's nice and warm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's a huge part of um, like postpartum healing that I learned was just yes. you want to keep the body warm and you want to eat those nourishing foods and you just want to keep that circulation going so everything just heals up mm. really nicely and you're not using that extra energy to yeah, which to, you definitely to, don't yeah, have to, after yeah. birth. <laughs> There's no extra energy. Like you got to no. take everything you you know you've gotten and keep it. Um, so you had like your own experience, but you said that your bubbas are like two and a half and nine months old and you've amazingly, like you've created this fantastic, um, you know, website and this amazing, uh, well, what, do you, what would you call it? A resource, I guess, that is how I was interested in what you do first is, you know, I downloaded that resource on the website, which you offer to everybody um, about how, how to guide women through their period and how to, um, you know, look after themselves. I do. I have these women come into clinic and they're like, I have this cyclic thing where I feel tired at the same time of each month. And I feel um, energetic at the same time of each month, or I'm really creative in this week of my cycle or whatever it might be. And a lot of women don't know that that is a natural part of cyclic health. And I love that you created this guide. Um, And you mentioned foods, you mentioned looking after ourselves in different parts of our cycle and stuff like that. Um, So you've obviously been busy. Because you've got the two little ones <laughs> yeah. and you've created that. And that's so cool. Did you have the business before Bubba's? No, I didn't. Yeah, right. So after after my son was born, that's when I decided to, to start this business. Because when I was looking for supplies, so here in Canada, mm-hmm. there's only one woman who sells the herbs and the stools and they, she was in Eastern Canada. And I'm in British Columbia, which is Western Canada. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at the pricing of getting the stools and the herbs and getting it shipped. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is going to be $500. And this is an an expense I expected to have after Mm. having a baby. So then 
my husband actually went and got a chair and modified it. So, so like cool. at the local at the local thrift store, so yeah. modified <laughs> that for me. And then I did order the herbs from this woman, and then uh, yeah, and then I was able to start steaming that way. But then, so when I was yeah, so the whole business aspect was like I need to be. I would like it to be more affordable for women mm. and just more accessible as well, because, you know, only having one person in all of Canada providing the service, mm. like we, you know, if we could branch out and help women together, you know, even if she's in Eastern Canada and I can yeah. help women in Western Canada, yeah. like that would be fantastic. Yeah, so beautiful. I kind of started, you know, thinking, brainstorming ideas of like, okay, how can I, how can I make the stools more affordable? And, you know, just talking to my girlfriends about it and they're like, because the, the the saunas that this woman was selling, they're almost like a big box. Okay. So they they take up a lot of space. And, you know, my girlfriend was like, oh, I don't really have space for a chair or a box. So I live in this tiny apartment. I was like, okay, well, maybe I can make something that you can put away, you mm-hmm. know, because maybe not everyone wants to have this the steam chair yeah. in their house when when their in-laws come over they're like oh what's that chair in your bathroom for <laughs> and it's like oh you know not everyone's open about that kind of stuff yeah. so you know and my my idea was like oh if I could just make something that you know women if they want to do it privately and they don't want to talk about it well then they can make this little stool that disassembles and put put it in the closet and then just bring so it out cool. every cup couple days during the month so yeah that was kind of just I just kind of saw a gap in 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 the therapy where you know there was the there's people out there doing it but you know I just wanted to make it a bit more accessible for women yeah and you said before we started recording that you you know your, your driver and your passion is really educating women that this is an option um and I think by creating those kind of those free resources and making it more available and making it more, um, you know, like easy for women too. Cause that's what's what it comes down to. Like it's got to yeah. be, if you do live in a small apartment, it's got to be, um, able to fit in, in there. I know that, um, my colleague and I, we've been talking a lot about steaming lately and she just uses her kids potty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I tried that actually. I tried using like one of those potty reducers. Yeah. And yeah. then putting a bowl in the toilet, yeah. but it was just like, it just didn't quite work with like, I wasn't quite comfortable sitting mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. And so then that's when my husband went and got the chair for me. And, but yeah, yeah, there's that's, that's the amazing thing is you don't need a stool to mm. steam. You can just kneel over a bowl. I mean, maybe I should explain what that is. Yes, let's do that. Some people might not even know what we're doing. Let's do about. that. We should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about so, vaginal steaming. So essentially what it is, is, um, you warm up the, like a bowl of herbs over the stove and then you kind of let them steep for a while. And then depending on what kind of concerns you have, there's different herbs that you would use. And then essentially you just sit over top of it. So you can either use a stool or a sauna or just kneeling over top of it essentially. And then the property or the, the steam brings the healing properties of the mm. herbs in, up into the uterus and to the cervix and just kind of helps with kind of really penetrating into the cells and then bringing everything down and bringing in that circulation and just kind of, yeah, healing. It's just, I don't know, it's just an amazing therapy. And just those, all those healing properties of the herbs can just get right in there. From a naturopathic point of view, um, the herbs that I've got in my mix and the herbs that I've seen listed in yours and some of the other ones available on the market, they are the herbs that we use internally for dysmenorrhea. 
um, you know, <clears throat> and uh, endometriosis and um, PCOS and all these all these reproductive disorders that, um, yes, we can take the herbs and treat them um, internally, but also if we can get some of those volatile oils or those essential oils from the plant itself into that area, it's just going to, like you said, it's a local it's a localized treatment. Um, and some of the properties like with using yarrow, for example, it, mm-hmm. it's a styptic. So it actually, um, will help to stop the bleeding in something like endometriosis or dysmenorrhea. If there's an abnormal amount of bleeding or there there's hemorrhage or there's, um, you know, clotting and stuff like that, it will help to rectify that. Um, and it doesn't, it's not like it just stops the bleeding, <laughs> like, you know, because obviously yeah. you're bleeding for a reason, but it will help to rectify the issue and it will help to you to stop over bleeding and it will, you know, that's going to help you stop losing all your iron and all those kind of, um, ongoing effects as well. So there's some really beautiful herbs that I've seen, um, being used and they make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the great thing is, so I, did all my studies through um, Kelly Garza. So she's also known as the steamy chick out of the U.S. Cool. So she she, um, she provides all these courses for yeah. us to learn the herbs and how to use them with steaming. And, and that was a big, a big thing too is, yeah, using like what you would use orally. Yeah. Is that what you would use? Yeah. So basically, yeah, whatever you're trying to treat that you could take orally, you could also use it for steaming. Yes. And then um, – but the great thing is that what she taught us is that the blends are all very balanced. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a woman could use, like, all the blends are kind of similar, but then all, they're all sort of tweaked um, depending on what we want to mm-hmm. treat. Mm-hmm. So, like you were saying, like, yarrow or, like, shepherd's purse is a mm-hmm. good one. So if a woman has a really short cycle, then we would, you know, try to tone her uterus and strengthen it. And then so we use different herbs. So then her will slowly lengthen her cycle by kind of strengthening her uterus. Yeah, when you're strengthening the cycle overall. Yeah. By yeah. creating this beautiful reproductive, you know, um, cycle and period. That's that's the end goal, right, of yeah. any of that, that treatment. So cool. Yeah, so, yeah, so really it's like, I mean, any gynecological concerns, can be used for so like you said like PCOS is a big one and endometriosis and it's like you know painful periods or heavy periods or, or cysts like there's just so many mm-hmm. like anything you can think of that there's been case studies where women have found have found it effective this like is it's, it's um, just amazing because this is one of the oldest types of medicine uh, this yes. is what women used to do yes do you yes. learn some yes. of that history when you do your course? Yeah. So like, and I've kind of done a little bit of my own research too, because I love just learning about everything. So I, um, yeah. So I think it started the first known steaming was 2000 BC. There's records of it. So it's been around for 4,000 years. Obviously women wouldn't be doing it if it didn't work. Mm -hmm. And what really, kind of happened is where we lost it was I think it was back in the 1800s when there was the midwife like the witch hunt back yeah. in the day and they were saying yeah midwives are witches and they can't mm. you know they're burning them at the stake and it was when we saw the fall of that then a lot of these therapies were lost mm. which is really unfortunate but now as you know women are 
making a revival and we're learning to help heal each other again, then we're kind of coming back to these old traditional ways, which is, it just Western medicine is really kind of failing us with either you get a prescription medication or, or it's surgery. And mm. it's really unfortunate because it's like, usually when you have surgery, you're going to end up with more side effects from that mm. surgery. I, you know, I've heard of women. It's like, Oh, I had to go get this fibroid cut out. And then, they got in there and all of a sudden it's like, oh, they had to do a partial hysterectomy and now every time I have sex, it's painful. Mm. And it's like, oh, you know, with steaming, the fibroid would just melt out and it's non-invasive and it's not, you're not, you can do it in the comfort of your own, own home and then you're not recovering after a major surgery, like mm. abdominal surgery. So it's just, it's just, it's a great option, I think, for women mm. to to just try even if, if they're, unfortunately, sometimes it's the last resort, but it's the one thing that works before they, they have to go in for mm. surgery. It should be, and it should def- definitely be moving. I mean, if we can get people to know about it, it should become a first resort because it is so safe and it is non-invasive and why not try this and see if it works and see if it makes you feel better. And if nothing yeah. else, it's giving you a beautiful half an hour to yourself to spend with your yeah. body, <laughs> to get yeah. to know it. One of the biggest things, you know, there's this huge movement to um, get to know your cycle and this would help and your your resource um your download helps you know it helps women to get to know their cycle because something that we've lost with pharmaceutical intervention and and pill use and the rod and and all this kind of stuff is um that we just control our period and our cycle and we we just you know take it as a negative i think in lots of ways Mm -hmm. like women don't don't accept that 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 bleed is such a beautiful, positive sign of health. Um, yeah. And I, I spoke to the author of The Fifth Vital Sign. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, speaking um, about about these issues is, is really important. And so I think spending that half an hour with yourself, getting to know what your body's doing and where it's at and, and just having that nice meditative time, which is, you know, yeah. it's an important part of healing as well. Um, hey, i got a question for you. The, yeah. I've had stories of women having, um, you know, like stuff come out, things mm-hmm. come out. Do you hear much of that? Yes. So what that is, um, so we call it stagnation mm-hmm. and like old residue. Mm-hmm. So what happens every month is we're supposed to have this uterine cleanse and, you know, everything's supposed to come out during our period. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. if our busy lifestyle and just basically how we've been told is that we're not supposed to rest during our period. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to just keep doing what we're doing and pretend it's not there because it's an inconvenience. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so basically what's happening is that because we're not allowing this proper rest and for this proper uterine cleanse to happen is that things, everything's still getting stuck in there. So we're getting old blood in there and then, you know, or some women are really prone to infections. There's like extra mucus in there and, Everything's just, it's not coming out. So when women start to steam, all of a sudden, it's just drawing all <coughs> that old residue that's in there. So all the old blood and all the old mucus and everything like that is being drawn out. Sorry. So I, I could, a good re- no worries, a good reference is um, like when you have a hot shower mm-hmm. and you're congested. And that heat and the steam, it just draws everything out of your nose. So it's the same for 
for vaginal steaming, mm. essentially. Like it's just it's just drawing everything out. And you are like you're making a beautiful cup of tea for your vagina. Really, that's yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> that's what I said to my um. My, I have this one uh, friend colleague in particular who I talked to about this. Uh, we worked in a shop for a really long time together, and um, <laughs> you know you can get pretty bored when there's no yeah. one coming into the shop. So we talk about everything, and our new topic um, over recent months has been vaginal steaming, and um, you know we just yeah we like really open about it, and it's such a nice experience to share together. Um, the other thing we've been talking about a lot is free bleeding. Is that um, something that? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's something that. I probably didn't realize other women did until, you know, we're just chatting away. And then I was like, hey, I've just been sitting on a towel lately. What do you reckon? <laughs> she was like, me too. Because <laughs> I noticed in your, your handout that you don't recommend tampons. No, which I love. And they are the main reason why you see cramps mm-hmm. and clots and mm-hmm. pain during periods. Because when our when our uterus is cramping, that's a contraction. That's your body trying to take everything. It's trying to squeeze whatever's out <coughs> inside of your, your uterus. Mm. And the only time we should be feeling that is when we're birthing a baby. So women with cramps during their periods, that's like, yeah, number one is tampons have got to go because yep. that's your body literally trying to squeeze it out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, you know, I've, I have endometriosis and um, it's uh, been fairly well controlled over the last few years. But I, after my, the birth of my baby, I started getting some of that pain back, you know, and that heavy bleeding. Mm-hmm. And so one of the, the most pain relieving things that I can do is either just free bleed in the shower or just sit on a towel. Yeah, like, you know, we're even just having um, that constriction of a pad in, in there mm-hmm. when you have a heavy bleed. It's it's um, not comfortable and it's frustrating and it does it increases the pain and and all that kind of stuff. So, I guess that goes hand in hand with resting because you yeah. obviously you can't free bleed around the office. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> can't be going to the grocery store. No, like, and I mean it's really just like adapting your life to work with your cycle yeah. and it's it's really not that hard because once you have a healthy cycle and a healthy period so you should only be bleeding for about four days so I mean four days every month it's mm. like give yourself the permission to rest mm. I mean some you know some people still have to work and that you still have to go to work but I mean do the best you can it's yeah. like go to work for your eight hours but then come home and rest yeah, and then don't plan those know. extracurricular activities and and big events and stuff like that around your bleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's like if you don't have to worry about lifting heavy objects at work or you know just extra strenuous, extra strenuous exercise or mm. activities, if you can avoid it for those four days, then that will make a huge difference throughout yeah. the rest of the year period or the rest of the month. Sorry. So if um, if there's some ladies listening in and they want to start steaming, what do you recommend? Where do where do people start? Because you know I've, I've read that there's some different timings that you can abide by and all these bits and pieces. And we've mentioned lots of different herbs and stuff like that. Where where do they start? So first, I'll say when you when you shouldn't be steaming, that's a good Great. place to start. So you don't want to be steaming if you're pregnant mm-hmm. because that can actually cause a miscarriage yes. um 
You don't want to be steaming while you're on your period because that can increase the bleeding. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't, mm-hmm. don't want to be steaming if, um, oh, I'm blanking now. Yeah, your period, you're, if you're pregnant, um, if you're having any fresh spotting. Mm-hmm. So that's um, like, so any fresh blood, we don't want to be steaming. And then if you have um, like any sort of flood bleeding mm-hmm. or like two periods a month, mm-hmm. then I would really highly recommend getting a hold of a vaginal, a certified vaginal steam facilitator because there's going to be more work there. Because yeah. if you start steaming, then it could, it could lead into lots of heavy blood loss mm-hmm. and eventually a blood transfusion. So we just want to be careful with, around around stuff like that but Mm -hmm. I mean if women just want to kind of try it out there's you can either steam like once a week so it kind of hits both phases of your menstrual cycle which is really awesome or you can steam three days before your period and three days after your period Mm -hmm. so when we steam three days before it kind of helps prompt when the period should be coming so we it's usually days 24 25 26 and then usually your period will come on day 28, 29, or 30. Is, cause that's where we kind of want it at. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helps prompt the period and gets your body ready for, mm-hmm. for your cycle. And then um, then we do the steaming afterwards. So that really just helps with the uterine cleanse. So as long as it's just there's no fresh blood, and even if it's just like brown spotting, then, yeah, you can steam for three days after, and that'll just make sure everything is coming out. And then it's just you can just follow that cycle until you have a – a nice healthy period and then even just to do some um like once yeah once your period is healthy then even two days before two days after mm-hmm. you know a day before a day after whatever works works for for women obviously but um and yeah, so it is something that you do ongoing yeah yeah yeah, yeah cool so it's yeah and I mean it's just like even just kind of once you start doing it, you almost just want to do it for hygienic purposes. Yeah. Like after your period that it's just like, oh, I'm just going to steam just to make sure everything's kind of clear and fresh and and it just feels good after, you know. And then you're like, okay, and then the rest of the month you just, you it feels great. Yeah, awesome. So good. Hey, where can, um, I've mentioned your guide to proper period care a couple of times in this cast. Where can the guys get it? So the best place right now would be on my Instagram and that would be at nurtured Luna. Um, there's a link that people can click on there and say, if someone doesn't have Instagram, I'm happy to email it to them and they can just uh, email me at contact at nurturedluna.com. Yeah. Beautiful. I can't thank you enough for your time. I love talking about this kind of stuff. It's just awesome. And I love that we get to share it with other women and I'm really, um, excited about doing some steaming with my friend who you know we we have planned it to do it together for ages but we were like do we do it on the potty together or you know (laughs) how do we make that work with the both of us um yeah so we've got these herbs lined up and ready to go to do it together but we haven't uh got there yet do you ever would you ever do it in a group because I know that traditionally women used to get together and do all of this yeah, absolutely. And it's actually um, in the U.S. there are spas that are just dedicated to this oh, where women go and they steam together. That's so cool. And they wear these big, beautiful gowns that start kind of from the neck and they yes. go down. And um, So even like if you're steaming with your friend, mm. you can just wear like a long 
dress or a skirt. Mm. And then that kind of helps with the privacy aspect of it. But then it's just kind of, yeah, then you kind of get to dress up and then you go for a steam. So That's beautiful. It's so feminine. Like it really brings that feminine energy to yeah. the you know to the table. That's so cool. Thank you so much for your time, Alex. It was such a yeah, pleasure. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. No, pleasure, pleasure. I'll, I'm sure we'll talk again. If you like what we do here at The Naked Naturopath, then be sure to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To learn more about Mel and MG Herbs, jump onto mgherbs.com, follow us on Facebook at MG Herbs Australia and Instagram at MG Herbs Official. Please keep in mind that all advice and opinions on The Naked Naturopath are not individualized. To get the right advice for you, be sure to make a booking with Mel or your health professional. The 2019 Wellness Summit is almost here. I love being at these events. They're always such a great, positive environment. It's been really great to um, listen to like-minded people and to um, meet a few people, actually. I've been to every summit and I've been to every one and I'll always keep coming. It's always inspiring. It's been a real eye-opener. We're actually signed up to go to the Breakthrough now. It's very motivating. I think it's great to listen to people who are inspired. And there's always something to learn and something to take away. I think uh, for myself and giving myself that um, opportunity to, to learn. There's so much going on in life and everything that you can get distracted and forget the things that you should be doing. And this always reminds you to get back on track and, and um, to focus on the things that are important, a holistic health. Just do it, yeah. Just yeah, suck it up and do it. It's, uh, it could be life-changing, yeah. I would say it's awesome and it's the start of changing your life. Come along, see what it's about, and enjoy it. It's an amazing event with like-minded, positive people, and you can't help but um, walk away feeling great. Positive Mentor presents the 2019 Wellness Summit, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne. Can you afford to miss out? Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.